Hi, Explorers. Thanks for listening to Kids Who Explore Parent Edition. Come along with us as we cover all corners of raising kids in the outdoors. I'm Adriana Scori, a Canadian Rockies hiking, adventure, and travel mom to my two-year-old Turner and newborn baby Nash, and founder and CEO of Kids Who Explore. I'm Lauren Rodick-Eberly, mama to Collins and Deacon. We love exploring between our two homes in Alberta, Canada and Washington State, USA. Today's Kids Who Explore podcast episode is sponsored by Mount Store, a new brand aiming to get you back on the trail safer, sooner, and with more ease. From diaper duffels to winter and summer sleep sacks and even merino wool layers, Mount specializes in outdoor camping and adventure needs for babies, toddlers, and children. Created by Tim, a dad who became a stay-at-home parent during the pandemic, Mounts is trying to solve all the little issues for parents to get back to their outdoor selves. Visit their website now at www.mountsstore.com. That's M-O-U-N-T-S store.com. All right, so we were just on here just chit-chatting as we do. (laughs) And I thought we needed to hit record because we started talking about the work-life balance concept and how that's going and how that's looking and how that's feeling in our hearts. So, okay. What were you just about to say when I interrupted you so I could hit record? No, I'm just over here. I was doing some work emails on my phone and I was just thinking at the overwhelm of just like working and how, you know, having the two kids and the demands and how it's like progressively gotten a little out of balance, shall we say? And like, I'm finding myself getting a little bit stressed out. (laughs) Right. And I guess, yeah, I guess we're just finally experiencing what people talk about all the time, but I know you and I both try our best to be where our feet are. So if we're with the kids or with the kids, and if we're working, we're working, but those things for everyone become so combined. And even more so when you're in an entrepreneurial space where you bring your kids to work, Yes, it it becomes really hard to figure out where is the divide. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. And the expectation I think is one of the biggest things too, because it's like, you are like, okay, I have these things in my to-do list in my head um, or on, on my phone or whatever that I need to get done. And then all of a sudden it's like, well, we can't really go and mail, you know, parcels out that we need to mail. Um, Well, this happened, we had this, you know, and everything just kind of derails. And when we're on adventures, I'm like, no problem, new adventure. Here we go. We're going to shift. I have no expectations. Uh, with the work, I'm kind of like the work has got to get done. And then I find myself getting like, uh Oh, it's not done. So then I'll stay up. I'll go to bed. I'll stay up really late. I'll be tired. And the cycle kind of like, you know, I'll still have to do items the next day. And it's just, yeah, it's just trying to navigate. Then, then items are taking up headspace that were supposed to be done a few days prior. And then you just, you know, you can be really hard on yourself and then you really don't get the time until maybe the weekend in my, in my case, when my husband's available. And then I'm just trying to like race through and get work done and then race out on an adventure and then kind of exhaust myself, I guess that's kind of what's happening on my end. <laughs> the headspace is real for sure. Cause I find I'm doing really well. And then all of a sudden the to-do list is just increasing and things aren't getting checked off. And when it just gets to a certain point of bigness, that's when I go, Oh, okay. <laughs> so actually yesterday we were invited on a zoo date and I wanted to go so bad, but I was thinking, cause I'm back doing a bit more teaching and now we're back doing a bit more podcasting because we had really got ahead for a while to get us ready for postpartum period. And now we're back doing all the things, right? So 
now that there's these more scheduled things that need to come about, I was doing that in the afternoon. So I thought, oh, the zoo in the morning would be perfect. But I just felt the to-do list was so long that I was like, okay, we need to stay home and I need to get some of this done. But then I feel like that's taken away from fun experiences that we get to do together. So that's the part that always is hard for me is that I would always want to choose fun over <laughs> and our work is fun, but choose the yeah. fun over the other stuff. So, you know, even when we we're talking about homeschooling where you need to set your own schedule, that's how kind of it is with our work. It's we need to set our own schedule. So what, what are you finding is working for you when you think about it? Or is that, is that a work in progress? <laughs> Yeah, like my mind right now is like, well, I know what isn't going well. <laughs> it's like, I need to shift my mindset to be in this more like positive kind of space with work, like get seeing, I think it's like visualizing just like the tasks are going to get done. Things are just going to happen. Like, um, you know, there's, we have for me with kids explore, um, you know, we have so much support on our team. Like you're doing the podcast and, you know, Michelle is involved and we do have that support doing everything. And it's just like being, it's not even open to the help. It's just like organizing the help and, and all the, the things that kind of come about while we're having this like kind of rapid growth as well is like a challenge because yeah, I feel this, like I'm technically still on maternity leave from my my corporate finance job. And it's like, you know, there's things I answer back to them a little bit here and there, um, with my work and it's just that poll. So <laughs> it's like, everything's a little blurry in my head right now, but I, if I have to say what is working well, I would say just going, okay, I am prioritizing the time with my kids right now. I'm going to just cuddle them, play with them, take them outside. Um, I'm going to put them as number one and, you know, shifting some things around. And with, with my massive to-do list, um, I do a lot of like the video content and a lot of photo content and that kind of thing. And sometimes it's about just going, yeah, we're going to need a couple more weeks on that deliverable, actually. Like that's just not in the program right now. And like, I'm sorry that this, you know, and just kind of just being okay with like pushing out the schedule a bit and just, maybe I did get a little over ambitious with being like, I can do 10 brand shoots in this adventure. Like, no, like let's have fun <laughs> with like one maximum two, I would say for me anyways, I don't, everyone else is different, but, um, and then it's just kind of navigating. I, I would say, yeah, just trying to moderate to begin with is working well. <laughs> I'm in just like a very different position right now. Cause it's like, um, you know, the, all of a sudden Nash, I'm like, oh my gosh, how is he already eating solids? Like I'm now all of a sudden trying to, I was nursing him before and, and that kind of thing. And, and then all of a sudden it's like, oh my gosh, I need to be doing meal prep. And it was like one more thing added. That's an exciting thing, but it's just about kind of rejigging. So <laughs> I'm in a space of like, <laughs> uh, trying to find a balance. So I want to hear what works for you. <laughs> Maybe you can inspire me. Yeah. Maybe. Okay. Well, I always find these conversations would be inspiring because then I start to think about it on my own too about what's next. So I just thought back to that podcast we had with the author from Hunt Gather Parent and how she talked about how good it is for our kids to see us doing things that we're passionate about and even coming to work with us and doing those things. So that's always a good reminder on times when it's a little bit more challenging to bring them to work. I think it's good that they're seen. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> but 
it is interesting because I often find Collins is a pro at independent play, but then sometimes at the moments where you need that independent play to happen, that's when it's not happening as much. Yeah, I think it's because then she's saying, okay, well, I don't have the opportunity for connection with you, mom, because you are busy doing this podcast or teaching this student. So I think that's a reminder for me to connect before I start teaching or start podcasting as much as possible. Because I'm like, I have all these amazing things set up for you that you can go independent play. But I think that connection is key. So that comes back to the being where my feet are. So like right now, I am loving up on you. And then, then mommy is going to be working mommy. (laughs) So healthy reminder. But then the other thing I love block scheduling, as you know, like where I literally have marked in what we're doing every half hour. And I know people think that sounds like there's no fun, but that's not the case. It's like, okay, well, I know on Mondays from this time to this time, I have blocked in that this is free time. So that's going to be whatever we want to do. And then from this time to this time, maybe we're at outdoor school and this time to this time I'm working blah, blah, blah. So that there is just this structure and balance that we know about. So I think kind of rejigging that block schedule for me now that it's a new year and I'm back working a bit more and have both kids is a good reminder. That's why I'm glad we're talking because I usually rejig that a couple of times a year and I have not done that for the new year now. And I think I need to, because then I know when work is work and then that will help Collins and Deacon, but Deacon right now is just go with the flow, <laughs> but help them to know when work is work and then what to expect after that. Okay. I feel like block scheduling needs to be my new friend. Cause that is something I haven't done before, I guess in a way. Yeah. I block scheduled my entire life in corporate. And I think I like just taking a break from it. I'm like everything opposite of what I was doing before. Like it was just <laughs> Right. I want to do something a little different. And then I'm like, wait, no, now is the time to like, start to kind of block schedule and things in and put maybe like a touch more structure. No, that's definitely inspiring there. It's like, (laughs) yeah. And again, to go back to exactly what you were saying, because I know people think, okay, just block scheduling sounds like you don't have like space for spontaneity or fun, but that's not true. Cause one, you can just be spontaneous if you choose to be. And at the block schedule that day. But yeah. two, like you said, you do it for work. You book in your meetings, you book in your lunch break, you book in whatever you need to be doing because of deadlines. So if we do that with our lives, then we can go to that yoga class you want to go to, or I can do my pelvic floor exercises that I'm committed to, <laughs> or whatever the case is. Okay. And I find this too, like, I'm the, I'm so quick to, to sacrifice myself. Like that sounds kind of weird, actually just saying it out loud, but like, I'm like, I really, really want to go to my yoga class. or I really want to take that bath or I really want to have that super long shower. And I'm like, Nope, it's fine. We're just going to cut all the things that I want to do because like, then, you know, you'll get some of the work done, but then I'll spend more time with the kids. And I don't be like, okay, no, it's really a good thing to go to yoga. Cause then I like can relax and like, you know, kind of release some of maybe the toxic energy that's been trailing around for, I don't know why it latches onto you when you're stressed. I think it just accumulates. And then instead of just resetting and that kind of thing. Yeah. Like I'll even be like, I'm not going to meditate for my five minutes today because it's just, 
you know, I've got to spend as much time with the kids as I wanted to, or, or I have, like, they're always, they're usually on me when I'm working, like they're, we all sit together or play together, but I'm meaning like present time where you're not like distracted by like, um, mommy's typing an email. And it's like, I mean, now Turner's like helping, like, he's like, I'm going to email and we're going to send this. And he's like really involved with what we're doing. I don't know if it's a good thing or a bad thing, but yeah, I just, um, I think maybe doing that block time, but then like separating it a little more, I think too, like I have this bad habit. Oh, I don't know if it's a bad habit, but it's just like, you take your phone, your, your computer, your work stuff. And I literally rotate in the house with the stations. Cause I'm like, okay, I, I really need to get like this blog up and I really need to do this and, and kind of oversee this part of um, the business. And so I like take it downstairs and we're like playing with the dinos. And my, my mind is always like, I'm distracted here and I'm playing and then I'm back here and I'm working on this and then he's good for 10 minutes and then I'm over here. It's like the sporadic back and forth. And then we're like, Oh, we're in mommy's office now. And we're kind of like playing and working together. Like we're always together. This isn't like we're apart, but it's like, and then we're in the living room and then it's just, and it's almost like, instead of separating the time and being like, Hey, maybe my work only happens in a dedicated space in the house. I don't know if you do this, maybe. (laughs) Yeah, no, exactly (laughs) what you're saying. I actually was feeling like, because when cons stopped napping and I stopped having that, that really big chunk of work time, I started to feel like I was doing a bit more of what you're talking about, where work was scattered throughout the day, every day. Yes. And I was feeling like this is taking me longer to do. And then it's totally scattering my brain. So I'm thinking, yeah, work, kids, work, kids, work, kids, and not really being, like I said, in one place. So now that I've tried more so to make it a designated work time where I say to cons, okay, we're, you're having quiet time from this time to this time, mommy's working and yeah. trying to set the boundary of not interrupting me as much as possible like making sure, okay, do you have your drink? Do you have your snack? Do you have your stuff? So you are good. And thinking like, that's good for her too, to know that she has that quiet time and to practice that quiet time. So I feel like that's been really good for us, but it doesn't mean that I still don't need to do stuff in places. So I've tried to do what we learned on this podcast is live my tech life out loud. So if I do need to do something another time, I say, okay, cons, mommy has to get up the podcast for kids who explore. So I'm just going to be doing this for this period of time, just so she knows exactly what I'm doing so that I'm not like the on my phone mommy all the time. Yes. You're said than done too, but I don't know if you have anything to say about that, but I also want to go back to you going to yoga. First (laughs) of all, go to yoga. (laughs) But then the other thing I wanted to say, because yeah, you were saying if you go to yoga, then you're going to come out more refreshed and you're going to feel like a better mom. So then you can come home and be hands-on and hands heart and hands head mama. But um, the other thing I'm going to say for some people, if this resonates for them, because I'm not telling you not to go to yoga is how can you do these things that you want to do that feel good in less time possibly. And still with your kids, if that needs to be the case. So I just wanted to use yoga as an example, because I have not been doing like the workouts that I would have done before kids, or even the workouts that I would have done when I had Collins only, because now there's just, you know, all the things, but I have been dedicated to this pelvic floor. (laughs) Yeah. Program. So again, it's in the schedule and Collins knows I'm doing it every day and I'm doing it with the kids and it's 15 minutes and it's like, it's happening. And so then I thought, okay, well, could you have a little yoga video that's 
10, 15 minutes that you get done every day, or, you know, you might not have time to meditate the way you used to, but could you meditate with the kids? Like Collins has a little meditation, Tony, that she puts in her Tony box. Can we do together that together? And that's a couple minutes. Yes. Finding ways to still incorporate those things that you love. So it's not saying goodbye to them fully, but it's just saying, okay, this is different. I have a different expectation of what this looks like. Yeah. I, I hear that. Like, I like that idea for sure. Cause I, I see what you're saying. It's like, yeah, I know. Cause I, I am so much like, Oh, I need to go to hot yoga in the hot room and it's one hour and I'm like super exhausted after, but no, you're right. Like I, I guess the example that I had from the other day is we went on that ski trip and um, you know what? Ski trips are hard with little kids because the layers on and off, on and off all day, you know, you're heading up the gondola, you're packing the gear. You're like a, you're a pack mule essentially for everywhere you're going. And then it's like, I'm hungry. I need to pee. I need to do this. And, and there's a lot of demands and a lot of layers (laughs) and it's all great and everything, but it's just like, it's also like, whoa, you burn a lot of calories when you're sweating up a storm and trying to like maneuver kids and carry gear and there's gear lockers and chaos. And then it's like, my husband just kind of said to me like, okay, you look like you kind of need a break. And like, instead of like me, like napping, I'm like, I I don't know if I need a break. Like, I don't want to miss anything with the kids. Like, I don't want to go anywhere. He's like, why don't you just go do one run? And I'm like up the chairlift by myself and go and do a run. Like what? I was like, what do you mean? He's like, well, I can't go with you anyways. Cause we have obviously have Nash and I, they won't, I don't think they'll let babies up the chairlift anyways. Wasn't going to risk skiing with him. (laughs) Not my comfort zone. Um, (laughs) And I was like, okay, if my husband's telling me that, like, he thinks I just need some space and like that, he never says that. I'm like, maybe I do. Like, maybe I better just try it. Like, I'll just get my gear on and I'll just go outside and that'll just help. Right. And then I get on the chairlift and I was all awkward. Cause I was like, I just want to join other people. And like, it's totally normal thing on the ski hill to just, Hey, I'm a solo rider. I'm going to ride up with you. But I was all weird about it. And like, you know, like, hi, like I'm away from my toddler and my baby right now. Like they're just in the hotel room with my husband. And like, you tell these people are like, yeah, it's nice views out here today. Like it was just kind of, you know, everyone's just in their own like happy element. And I get to the top of this mountain and I'm like, like in awe. Cause it's like the top of the mountain in Banff and sunshine village is just magic. And I was like, whoa, like usually obviously we hike up there, but yet you're on this chairlift going all the way to the top. And it's just the most beautiful scenery. And I just was like, whoa, I think my husband was right. I just needed to kind of clear my mind for a few seconds. And I, the run was seven minutes. It literally took me seven minutes to ski down the hill. And I went back to the kids. And you felt like a new person, right? And then you were excited to get back to them. Yeah. And then you're, well, exactly. And I was like, and I was sad to leave them because I was like, oh my gosh, I don't want to miss anything. Like Turner's excited, but I came back and I was like, whoa, okay. Now I have so much energy. Now I want to take Turner out. And like, I want to go outside more and and show them how exciting it was. So I think the energy shift, right. It was like, now all of a sudden you have this energy to show and, and get the kids involved as opposed to like, yeah. In the hotel room being like, oh, it's really hot in here. And it's a lot of work to take these kids. It was like that, that shift. So I do feel what you're saying where it's like, okay, yeah, we alter it. I like that. I'm going to give it a try. Well, and good job, Logan. And yeah, everyone <laughs> listening to just also know yourself and be like, are you going to be recharged from having some time away? And what does that time away look like? Or are you going to be recharged from just doing the thing with your kids, whatever the thing is, you know? Yeah, absolutely. I love it. 
This was a great spontaneous episode. Thanks for adventuring with us. Please subscribe and share your love by reviewing our podcast with five stars and follow us over at Kids Who Explore on Instagram and all other social media platforms. This podcast is produced by KP Media Productions.